Hello, I'm Conrad Swift, and welcome to the Cardano Convo podcast, a podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy-to-digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano ecosystem. Today, we'll be talking with members of the A-Starter team, including John, the head of marketing and community management, Hayden, the head of operations, about the DeFi infrastructure hub that is A-Starter. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, John and Hayden. It's nice to have you on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about the work you've been doing with a starter. Yeah, hi, Ahmed. Hey, Ahmed. How are you doing? Pretty good. So could you guys tell us a little bit about what a starter is or what the components of a starter is? Sure. Should uh, I go first, Hayden? Yeah, go for it, John. Okay, right. So uh, A-Starter is a key DeFi infrastructure hub on Cardano. Uh, we have four core applications, including Launchpad, DEX, Money Market, and Tech Service. Um, the platform we are developing is a decentralized finance application. It's an all-in-one uh, DeFi application. Uh, the Tech Service is an Oracle machine. Um, which feeds into the whole of that A-Starter platform, okay? The money market is where we focus on lending and borrowing, so collateralized assets and uh, lending and so on and so forth. Uh, the DEX, uh, automated money markets, uh, A-Starter DEX, which we, we abbreviate to ADEX, and the Launchpad. Right now, we are focused on getting out the beta launch of our Launchpad. Uh, this is a live beta launch, um, which is taking currently taking place, and uh, we're having uh, this, these sort of discussions around that right now. Awesome! So that's a lot going on all in one project or one suite. What makes, for example, your launchpad different from other launchpad or the decks you plan to build different from other dexes? Because again, I know a lot of projects are working on. Possibly some of them are working on DEXs and Launchpads. Some of them, for example, like Meld, are more so towards the money market or the banking side of things. But what sets your project apart from the others? Yeah, we, we're certainly aiming to elevate uh, our contribution to bring broader possibilities to Cardano. Um, and one of the things that I, I think personally that uh, sets our Dex, did you say Dex, or are you asking about launchpads? Oh, the launchpad. We can start with the launchpad, of course. What sets the launchpad, for example, different from Kick.io or Ventup? What sets yeah. yours apart? Look, uh, I'll, I'll take this bit, John. Um, so basically, the the launchpad, um, the one key feature that we have with our um, launchpad is. Um, we are built on Haskell, so we've got um, native Haskell language for Cardano projects. Um, and the the key feature there is a, a simple one-click token issuance. So that um, token, um, it, it's very simple to to basically um, launch the token on Cardano. It's it's a token issuance smart contract. Um, and it's taken all the red tape away from all the uh, the projects that need to try and launch their tokens. Um, mm. They don't need all of that tech know-how and tech background to actually 
get that um, token issuance done. So a lot of it's taken away from the projects, which then um, can put money back into their um, project by the use of the, the smart contract that we have. Um, so there, it reduces the amount of resources needed and that sort of stuff. So it gives, gives back to the project a lot of time. That's excellent because I know when it comes to whether you're doing, for example, an NFT project or a project that uses FT, so like fungible tokens or Cardano native tokens, a lot of the problems can be in trying to get those tokens where they belong because you can have excellent ideas of wanting, for example, I want to go about getting tokens to these individuals based upon these parameters, but without knowledge of smart contracts, it's or Cardano smart contracts or Haskell, it can be really difficult to facilitate that. And then what a project then has to do is go, okay, I've got to take extra funding, put it towards a person who does know this, and then that takes away from your budget to build the actual portion of the project that people are wanting. So it's good that you guys are really focusing on that because we're building a project, for example, and I know you're often having to be like, do I spend the money here? Where do I do here? Like, And having that kind of going, hey, we've got you. We've, we'll take care of this. That's excellent. Well, yeah. the, the think- quickest, the, the, like, the one-click token issuance is basically simply you put in the uh, total token uh, amount of, um, of the project um, and the name and basically click um, and it, it opens up the, um, the issuance um, through the Uroi DAP and basically that's it. So it's like three quick, easy steps um, and within the, the matter of the processing through the DAP is the, the, the time, which is only probably yeah. less than a minute. So, yeah, the, the other side to that as well, which um, is important, is from the investor's point perspective, that is that, that we, we're providing a service not only to the projects that are launching and removing those barriers of entries, but investors are then able to have confidence in the platform because we have strong backing, because we have uh, an amount of due diligence, KYC and so on for, for projects onboarding onto the, the launch pad. It can give investors some confidence in those projects. So we're, we're really aiming to sort of have a quality project launching. And I, I try, try to make this point where you know, if we refer to one of the uh, um, value adds to the decentralized exchange to ADEX is that it enables uh, those projects to, for us the aid as as the ADEX operators and for those projects to have a uh, a platform in which to launch their tokens and we should then have some know that we, we've done some due diligence on those projects and the quality quality tokens being listed and pairs being created but as a decentralized pl- platform obviously uh, uh, uh dex there will be uh, scope for projects to come in and create their own liquidity pools and so on and so forth um, i think looking at it from the investors side is also important and uh, i think uh, we, we've We've done a lot of research into that to to see that it accommodates um, what investors are looking for, and there's different type of investors and so on as well. So, yeah. oh, of course, and you can't just look at one side; you have to look at both because you need both sides in order to make this all work together. But I do see you got some big names, for example, like Mergo backing you. So I have no doubt that the work that you guys are going to put out is going to be great. I did want to ask one question, though. You did talk about all this within your ROI. Are you guys going to have functionality with other wallets, for example? Because 
I feel like personally, Iroy has kind of fallen out of favor in exchange for, for example, CC Vault or for Nami Wallet, um, just because of the DApp capabilities. Are you guys going to allow for other functionalities with wallets or? We have um, recently, um, I think, done a partnership with NAMI. Um, and uh, we also got a partnership with Moonstake. Um, but basically, yeah, we we will adapt to to I guess the community in in due course, but obviously we we do have a huge partnership with Uroy, um, and um, we'll definitely um, be honouring that. And and yeah, we we've got a lot of support from them to to build our project. So um, yeah, John, yeah, your your DAP connector. We we you know I think. Uh, Looking at how that's come out, and isn't you know you understand that it's like this whole DAP store can come into the wallet and so on and so forth, which will be great um, for the ecosystem in general. And you know, there's a, there's a host of wallets out there, and we want yeah. to work work with as many as possible. Uh, we're doing a lot of we're getting a lot of tech, strong technical support from Emergo who, uh, in relation to working with the the DAP connector, which is had just just been launched. We 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 put a video out recently showing that connector working, and it will be I think you know going, getting out the gate with uh, URI, which is does have a lot of users, and and yes, certainly you're correct. You know other uh, browser extension wallets uh, for their DAP uh, connectivity are. Are there? We recognise those, and URI is is also facilitating that as well within within our, our application. So, um, yeah, looking forward to to basically going live with a connection to a, a number of wallets, so that it gives users the choice to use their preferred interface. That's it. Like. That's it. Everyone will have their own preference, but also understanding of where URI came from. Um, it basically was the light wallet uh, for Daedalus. So um, th there's huge history there for Uroi um, as, as it needed to be a light version of Daedalus. Oh, yeah. And I know when it came to the, because I was in Cardano from quite early on, when it came down to Daedalus or Uroi, anytime I tried to bring somebody onto the Cardano ecosystem, it was always my go-to was Uroi. So I know that you guys have a lot of history, or at least Uroi has a lot of history within the ecosystem, and I do think that it can become quite a big wallet again compared to the others. But I did want to jump in a little bit about the launchpad you guys are talking about and sure. talk a little bit about the testnet. Can you tell us a little bit of details about the testnet that you guys are working on? Sure. The test, the the testnet. We're going to live beta on the testnet. It's on the, the public testnet, Cardano public testnet. We have a video out that shows uh, the connectivity uh, to uh, the launch a, a starter launchpad, uh, connecting through the URI DAP connector. Um, 
that gives people a, a, a glimpse of what's what's happening in the background. And very soon we'll go into that live beta stage. That's where we're we're at right now. We're encouraging people to join our Telegram group and get involved with that live beta. We have various incentive campaigns going on. So you know, join the Telegram group and get be prepared to join the live beta. We do have some incentive incentives for that but generally we find that people that are are open to beta testing products they're keen on the ecosystem in, in, in general and are happy to do these things and really want to test the project the the, the products that are being released uh, projects that are being released and so on because uh, it, it kind of all adds to decentralization the more wallets they are the more dap connectors there are the more dexes they are the more decentralized right so you know, I think it's, you know, we'd, we'd like to see other DEXs coming in there and joining in the conversation and helping beta test. And, you know, a lot of the developers work together in the background on stuff because uh, that's open source development, right? So uh, that's going on. We, you know, we're looking into how we open source and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, it's all coming together nicely. A lot of hard work going on in the background. We're also trying to have this community build uh, take place as well to encourage mm. people to get involved specifically with that beta testing. Be with, be with us early, get in there and sort of uh, encourage people to join and sort of be proactive um, in the community because we all benefit from from that, right? Oh, yeah. And I've seen a lot of when it comes to, you said it was incentivized for this beta. And I will have, yeah. of course, links down in the description talking about this the beta, how you can get involved with your YouTube video, of course. But and yeah. if there's a link to the beta, I will have that as well. But That'd be great. what are you guys incentivizing that with? Um, I believe you guys have your own token, the AA token, right? Yeah, that's interesting. We actually we ha have um, had some uh, NFT incentives take place. Uh, initially, with within the community, within the A starter community, A starties uh, uh, NFTs, and they're quite cute. To, uh, and to, you know, we'll be looking to to help those uh, markets develop for those. And obviously, uh, there'll be some sort of NFT involvement within our platform at some stage. Uh, goes without saying, I think. But right now, we are. Uh, as we're getting closer to launch and closer to releasing our token, we are offering incentives in the AA token, which is our native uh, Haskell Cardano token. Awesome. Um, could you tell us a little bit about what utility the AA token will have later on? Because I imagine when you're sure. building a DEX, a money market, you're building a launch pad, there's probably a lot of utility to this token. A lot of utility, yeah. You can see there in the uh, the demonstration we put out the walkthrough for the 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 URI uh, DAP connector. It actually there's a screen that does show staking of the AA token, and one of the utilities is, uh, and this is in reference to the launchpad, is weighted whitelisting. So you can stake the token to be whitelisted to invest in projects. Um, and there's also some, some consideration as to um, whether that will include uh, staking of ADA and so on as, and so forth. So, yeah, it's one of the ut utilities of token staking, weighted whitelisting. Then you can go on and invest in those projects as well. So it kind of feeds in and creates this whole sort of incentive loop for projects and ourselves. So would it be like, for example, let's say I had one thousand, like 
let's say I want to invest in, so our project is called Flooftopia, into Flooftopia. And they were selling, let's say, Floof token, and I wanted to get in on that sale. And I had, let's say, there was, is there going to be like a tiered system to where, for example, there's, you can buy X amount of token with, um, if you have a thousand AA or a starter token, if you have 2000, you get X plus or 2X, a certain amount, like a general amount, and it will increase with tiers or how will that work exactly? Yeah, no, you're on the right lines. That's um, something we'll put out in the white paper too to detail, it's going to more detail yeah. into that. But also with the beats release, we'll start documenting that in the documentation. So we're going to have full comprehensive documentation. We're working on that specifically now. So, but yeah, you're on the right lines, basically. Yeah. Tiered, tiered paths to whitelisted to be able to invest in those projects. Excellent. Yeah. I was I was curious because I know there's going to be a ton of utility. Like when you've, you're working yeah. on a money market, you're working on a deck, you're working on a launch pad, having a token, I imagine it's going to, you're not going to have four different tokens, you're going to have one token, it's just going to have a ton of utility. So that's something that's I really it. look forward to. How does, outside of yeah. participating, for example, in the beta of the launch pad or participating in the um, incentivize or the, for example, joining the Telegram for finding out about mm -hmm. this information, finding out about mm -hmm. the announcements, how would one go about getting the AA token? Yes, indeed. Um, this is this is quite exciting because we haven't put out our tokenomics and people keep asking when, when tokenomics, when tokenomics, and we really do want to make that available, but it's it's an evolving ecosystem. It was an adaptive, we're an adaptive project. We want to be community first. We want to have a fair launch. Um, so we, we, we're constantly tweaking and fine-tuning everything. Um, we, we are in a private sale uh, stage so you know we, we you know we want to be inclusive we want to include everybody we don't want to exclude people we we've just made the uh community allocation for these sort of incentives available uh you know we're looking at um having a idea uh, we're also looking at uh, a potential uh, uh state pool offerings uh ispos mm -hmm. which are gaining popularity um and then, of course, there's all various other different allocations there. So you see that chart with all the different percentages and so on. We want that to be as fair, as broad a distribution as possible. Uh, so, but yeah, to start with, getting in early for um, most people, getting join our Telegram group, engage with us, and um, there are some incentives there that can be picked up, whether NFT incentives or A star A token incentives. Uh, the, it's there and we're happy to engage. We want it to be uh, widely available. Um, so yeah, we, we've not made any announcements on the IDO path or the staple offering. So this is, you know, you, you're hearing this firsthand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> of course. I will, as you guys should know, the link will be down in the description. You'll want to follow their Twitter and their Telegram if you really want to stay up to date with the project. Um, I am glad to hear, though, that you guys are focusing on how to go about the funding, how to go about the token distribution, because I know early on in the Cardano ecosystem, for example, some projects released and whales came in and grabbed up a lot of the token. And that felt for smaller holders like myself were like, OK, like that made it so that I couldn't yeah. get in. Or if I don't have yeah. bots going in and getting these things, then I I can't get in. Or, for example, Putting together an ISPO, that's an interesting functionality because, as you said, 
that's really been growing in popularity. I know yeah. after I think Sunday Swap originally had the first ISPO, it didn't do so well. Then Meld came about, and that obviously everyone knows about Meld. That ISPO was the first huge ISPO, and now you've got like Flicto, you've got Sunday Swap with their second version of the ISPO. You have MinSwap with theirs. It's kind of an interesting functionality on the Cardano blockchain that you guys are able to take advantage of. And of course, in a great sure. way. Yeah, and certainly learn, learn, you know, through what, what others are doing as well. You know, you can see what's happening, you can learn through mistake, what others' mistakes and what also the good things that they do, you know, the things they get right. Um, we, we, have, we, have, be... we have, we've got some unique ideas that um, we're looking to implement if we, if we go this route. Uh, so we sort of putting all that together on paper right now and uh, analyzing it thoroughly. Hayden's quite up on this. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm very much uh, uh, into the ISBOs and and trying to push that route. Um, We want to definitely make it fair um, for the public to be able to get access to AA token. Um, So um, I think in a a distribution way through the staking process is much more fairer um, for, for everyone. So um, it, it just removes that, as you said, get in, buy a quick, like buy a huge amount and then like uh, I was there for, um, I, I won't say who, but um, a project and um, it was gone within the matter of a few minutes. So yeah. um, it was ridiculous trying to get a hold of the token and stuff like that. So, oh, oh, of course. And that's if you don't run into any technical difficulties. That's, that's a- and, and there was huge technical difficulties in its launch um, and those sorts of things. So I definitely like to learn from other projects um, where, as um, John said, where their downfalls are, but also where um, the community actually um, was happy with the result. So um, we are definitely community driven um, and definitely as we are a Pascal, um, we want to be respectful of the whole Cardano ecosystem. Oh, yeah. And what's interesting actually with the ISBO is you were talking about and. As opposed to, for example, some of the earlier IDOs that some people had run or ICOs that some people had run, where you, if you run into some technical difficulties, you have a slow connection, you're not as able to get into this. With an ISPO outside of an exchange for your um, opportunity costs, so the delegation of your ADA, the ADA you normally received is kind of being exchanged for you for this token. It means yeah. you not only, okay, it... I want to be in for two epochs, then I want to leave. Like you have that opportunity. It's your choice. The choice is yours to be made as opposed to we forcing it on you. Um, You have to be locked in for X amount. Um, And also with uh, Cardano, you actually have to, like if you're saying um, epoch whatever to epoch whatever, then you've actually got to plan it to be in two epochs beforehand or one and a half epochs beforehand to actually commence on the correct date. So um, where that won't be sort of what we'll be looking at, sticking to uh, a particular epoch, it'll probably be more snapshot uh, randomised or or something like that. 
So yeah, we've discussed this in detail with uh, our ambassadors. One of our ambassadors is a, a state pool operator, um, Nick Hayden. Uh, uh, he was able to give us a lot of insights into yeah. the running of a state pool and so on, and also being partnered with uh, Moonstake. So we've had these discussions and sort of yeah. brain, brainstormed some ideas, and uh, we think we're coming up with something quite unique uh, that will that will, will be a great benefit to the ecosystem. Well, at least we hope so. That's the idea. We, we do. Think, we I, hope so. I'd like to, you know, perhaps engage with more state pools on this as well. Maybe we could set up some sort of forum um, and invite state pools to join that discussion as we as we release details of what we plan and so on. Yep. No, that's definitely what we're going to look at doing. So yeah, awesome. Because, for example, I'm a state pool operator, so this is. I'm glad that you guys are looking towards decentralization because yeah. when you've seen as well, having people input the community's input. Oh, yeah. Operators are part of the community, right? A big part of the community. So that input is very valuable. Oh, yeah. Without the stake pool operators, the blockchain either becomes more centralized centralized. or it doesn't run. So, no, no, no. I completely agree. And the thing is, as well as I'm glad you guys are looking at this because a lot of, not a lot of, some of the ISPOs I feel like have been like, eh, we don't care how it affects the ecosystem. It's just a funding mechanism. And I'm like, that's not a healthy way to go about it, which, of course, I that's more so my personal view on that. But it's also interesting because, for example, the the flow of the ADA moves from ISPO to ISPO. So it depends on how each platform like if you guys are looking at it like, OK, we want to keep things relatively decentralized. Then once, for example, Sunday swaps ISPOs over, I know a lot of that's probably going to flow to you guys because some people just hop from ISPO to ISPO. So, again, I'm glad that you guys are looking at it from that perspective. And I'm glad that you're getting in touch with these stake pool operators and going, okay, how, what have you seen that some people have done that's good? What's bad? What would be ideal? So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Well, yeah, it's, finding, do, it's finding uh, a balance. It's finding a balance yeah. between those things and, and you know, delivering that solution. What we'll do uh, onward is um, also let you know when we've got our uh, Google Doc form out um, so you can actually spread it across the uh, state pool operators as well. So you can um, pop your input in on on some of the questions and things like that that we'll have. Um, so we definitely want to get state pool operators' opinions um, so we don't also destabilise the, the ecosystem as well. So. Of course, I can definitely get that to a lot of people. I know the nice thing about a lot of SPOs is they're really engaged with the ecosystem. So they're really, they're going to be great people to ask these questions to, of course. So I'd be more than happily or more than happy to get that to them. Um, To jump back from um, the ISPO, from the AA token, back to the platform itself. Um, when yep. I know you guys are working on the beta launch for the launchpad, but when do you think the launchpad, and I know you've been asked this probably a thousand times, um, when do you plan for the launchpad to go live? Open beta testnet is the upcoming A starter launchpad product that will be rolled out very soon. Uh, it can be used by all the community members for testing and experiments without risk of real funds being on the main chain. So it's a great opportunity. Uh, to get involved in. We're we're anticipating first quarter very soon, very, very soon. 
Awesome. I don't want to, I don't want to say a date because yeah, we, we, I, I, we, we it's, it's, let, let's say it could happen this month, you know. Yeah. Look, I'm a true I'm a true Charles follower. So I am reluctant to ever say a date. Um I've seen some of the haggle that he's had um with um the community uh due to not sticking to a date. So yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I I feel yeah. It's as soon as you go, oh, I think like Q1, they're like it's the beginning of Q2. Why is it not here? And it's like, well, that was when we said it would be at the possible earliest. But then like people who don't follow up on, for example, you say here, oh, we've had this small delay or this is going on or we've had this go on and we really want to smooth out some of the the rough edges. So we've delayed it like a week and then people don't follow up on each announcement. So they only see that first announcement yep. that says this. So no, no, I completely get what you're saying. I just was wondering if you guys might have a roundabout like, oh, at least by Q3, we aim to have this thing live. Or it, The the launchpad, the, the beta test is is in the coming weeks, okay? And like, as yep. I mentioned earlier, we have the campaigns running now to, to incentivize people to start being proactive uh, with that beta test. So now's the time to actually uh, start joining the Telegram and be more engaged and uh, before, you know, the, the next thing you'll be having uh, get claiming uh, test testnet AA tokens and staking them and inputting projects and really getting a hands-on drive. So then when the, the live product goes, I mean, of course, bear in mind that the beta test uh, and auditing is, is a very important process because you know, we want everything to be secure to give that, that confidence. So, but then when, when we go into the live version following that beta test, um, quarter one quarter two certainly by the end of quarter three that live version but you you know projects will be ready uh the a lot of the uh, uh problems that have been encountered with congestion and this this staple sort of situation of things will be ironed out and that you know i think the timing will be important hopefully the market conditions will be a lot uh, a lot better as well um, at that time so you know, all has an input timing it's just so important but what you know the what has the overall saying that is that the product is robust solid and secure those are the main important things tokenomics and all of that things very important too but if we don't have a solid product it can ruin all of those things so that's why and going on from that we would on go, uh, going on from that, we are actually in the process of um, uh, finalising, I think, the code to both the smart contract and the uh, launchpad code to uh, get that sent off for um, auditing. So we're, we're just about to send that off to, to do, get done. So Yeah. Awesome. That That's a lot going on. And, again, um, for everyone, if you want to keep up to date, Twitter, they've got a telegram. I imagine those are going to be all the all where the announcements are going to be coming from, right? Yeah, we've, yes, got a whole, yeah. we've got a whole we've got a jam-packed year of announcements and new products coming and beta tests and because because we have that launchpad, the decks, the money market, the tech service, the Oracle service. So all of those things uh, get involved. Um, there'll be there's a lot going to be happening, a lot of incentives as well that we hope to roll out very community orientated and very accessible you know we're, we're happy to 
talk and engage and uh, uh, meet meet as many many people in the community and get as many people involved as we possibly can. Really build help build that the 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 ecosystem, if you like. So. That's that's awesome, and I know I'm glad to hear that you guys are so open to the community as well as to all sides that will be using your platform. To jump to one side, what projects are you guys wanting to apply for the Launchpad, or do you guys have a certain eligibility or criteria for projects that want to use your platform for the Launchpad? Well, obviously, to start with, uh, the the projects obviously that'll be coming on board will be. Uh, running on um, the Ouroboros protocol. So we want to make sure that they know what they're actually getting onboarded to. So uh, as long as they have the understanding of what Cardano is um, and all of that stuff, as well as we will be going through um, a Launchpad KYC process. So uh, with the KYC, currently we're going to be doing that through Google um as the kyc um at a later stage once uh it's up and running on the back end we'll probably look at also incorporating the atala prism on the back end um of um our kyc process um and also the the projects i guess that we'll be looking at are they have to stand up to the viability test um, and uh, true legitimacy and and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, John. Yeah, indeed, projects that uh, need to know that they're launching on Cardano, um, and that you know we can help uh, them with that with things such as one click token insurance and so on, but also contacts within the uh, you know if we build that net that this the community also those projects will be able to tap into that and uh, leverage the community in the same way that we we look to leverage um, some of the 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 community um, projects that are already. Uh, have their governance frameworks and so on. Uh, also, um, I, f- I forgot to mention that uh, later in, I think, quarter three, quarter four, quarter four, I think, um, is the cross-train, uh, uh, cross-chain bridge. bridge. Yeah, I was um, just going to get to that. So, yeah, okay, sorry, John, you keep going. No, you you, you carry on, no. You yeah, so, so basically, yeah, quarter four, I think it is, is the cross-train, cross-chain bridge. Yeah. Um, and um, there, there'll be other stems off that. So obviously yeah. we'll be able to look at um, Binance Smart Chain um, and the uh, ERC-20 and, and that sort of stuff within that. Yeah, that's bringing assets into the Cardano ecosystem. So these may be wrapped assets and so on and so forth. We've seen a lot of sort of uh, multi-chain DeFi uh, operations taking place. So, um yeah, that intra- whole interoperability, I think, is is good for the ecosystem in general. Uh, sort of brings communities together in many respects as well. So uh, we're looking at that, and we'll be able to offer that to our projects as well, and you know they can leverage on that. Uh, yeah, the, the governance side as well, sort of leveraging with with existing governance frameworks such as Catalyst and so on. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a, a lot to do, a lot of work. It's a big ecosystem. It grows bigger all the time and it's really hard to keep up with a lot of things that are going on so we're trying to focus um, in this space as to how we can best serve the community um, 
uh, and build on one of the most decentralized proof of stakes, if not the most decentralized proof of stake protocols that there is. Oh, yeah, that's important. Oh, and it's interesting you guys are looking at the interoperability because for some projects, I don't hear a lot about that. But as soon as, especially since you guys are building a DEX, a launch pad, that gets a lot of capital, a lot of liquidity that can move between chains. So for example, there's a huge amount of market cap to Ethereum. If you move some of that into Cardano, then that, let's say, for example, if we're building Flutopia, and I then have more people that can put liquidity into my project or put more capital into my project, that's that's excellent for the whole ecosystem. And to kind of put upon that, do you guys plan on partnering with, I know Vent and Meld are working on an Adamatic bridge. You talked about Binance Smart Chain, you talked about the ERC-20 converter, so for Ethereum, but do you guys have any plans to do that or? We, we will certainly look at those. Yeah, indeed, we'll certainly look at what's out there as we we build our bridge. Um, if, we, if we can leverage an existing bridge and integrate that in some way. It's, it's like I mentioned earlier, decentralization. The more DEX is, the more decentralized, yeah. right? The more choice. The more bridges, the more decentralized, the more choice. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's obviously a lot of security concerns regards bridges and so on and so forth. So the more heads that can get together on that, and, and more cooperation and uh, knowledge sharing that can take place, the better, the safer the ecosystem grows, and that's better, better for for all, right? Yeah. Because once you start tying capital uh, to to these uh, smart contracts, security is a massive issue. Massive issue. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we, we we you know the, you look at the growth of DeFi over the past year and uh, a, a month, right? So, um, you know, what's that next stage going to be? You know, once once we have that throughput to be able to really offer offer um, that next level DeFi in terms of trading and all these staking and yielding and pool pool uh, liquidity pools and so on. It, it's it's truly going to be amazing. I think the next level of growth that we're going to see. So we're kind of building those foundations, right? So if we can all work together and, and make that a safe environment for everyone, safe friendly environment, I think is kind of important. Uh, then we all benefit. We all grow together. Oh yeah, and. With the Basho era coming up with Cardano, with all these talks about Hydra and increasing scalability, I imagine yes. if we get that knocked out yeah. by we, the Cardano community and those developing on it, get that all knocked out. You get the smart contracts really laid out well so that, for example, yeah. one input gives one output. And anybody who, for example, moves their Ethereum over, there's no problems there because I know when you're trying to work with a bunch of different projects, you have to worry about their security as well so that. For example, if it gets locked up on that side, it stays locked up. So you're not producing a ton of excess value. So I know there's a lot of moving pieces with this. But I did want to kind of yeah. jump back to the decks. Um, I know that you're working on the launch pad right now. You're working on the beta for the launch pad. But could mm -hmm. you tell us about the decks? I believe it was a decks, not to be confused with a DAX. Um, what what do you guys envision for a decks? Yeah, I see. You know, I think it's a starter DEX, right? So ADEX, we abbreviate the a starter to ADEX, same as we have the AA token, so abbreviation of a starter and ADA, right? So um, the DEX is uh, automated 
money market, right? automated market maker. So we've, we've kind of been following the discussion that's taking place, looking at the different methods of uh, market maker that can be deployed. And we wanted to uh, really leverage the extended UTXO model to be able to offer something that solves a lot of the problems revolving around slippage. Um, and I think if we can leverage the UTXO to, to solve those problems, then we can um, do away with some of the modifications that have been made to the original uh, is it, uh, K times X equals Y. Uh, formula to um, implement uh, the market maker um, in a simplistic way that leverages EUTXI to solve a lot of the problems that people have implemented and have, the, have these solutions which might be sliding curves and so on and so forth to help balance the, the pool, which is why by leveraging the, the UTXO model, we can see that that can, that can be done. Uh, so, uh, and again, um, learning from the models that other projects have put out there and uh, analyzing those and coming up with our own solutions. It's one of the reasons like, whereas we have a technical paper that details some of this and I don't have it in front of me, um, so I can't go into too much detail, but that, we, we've not put this out as general release because it's adaptive. We're still analyzing, we're still working out the best model, which method of implementation of the automated uh, market maker will deploy. Um, uh, when that does come out, I think it'll be pretty fine, it'll, it'll be robust. And uh, I think uh, people will be pleasantly surprised at the solution that we put forward. Got it. So just to try and summarize a bit, um, you guys are working on the details because as the ecosystem is ever changing, you guys are wanting to make sure to have the best decks, which means when there are moving parts that you're having to work in within the Cardano ecosystem, you're wanting to make the best, best decks possible and you're working on figuring out what model, what functionalities or what parts are going to make it the best decks. Is that right? Exactly. Indeed. Yeah. If you if you look yeah. at Unis, Uniswap, I think they're on version three of their white paper already. And they're, yep. they're automated mind makers gone through all these different revisions and they've in, implemented things like these sliding curves and, and so on and so forth to that original formula, as, as I was mentioning. But also then if we look at what's happening in the Cardano ecosystems, there's different methods to employ to get the best out of the ET, EUTXO model. So we want to have something that so we have to analyze all of that and say, you know, Let's, let's get back to the basics. Let's look at that original model. How can we employ that as, in a, as an extended EU2X, UTXO uh, automated market maker? Um, so, yeah, that is a, there's a lot of work that goes on, a lot of analysis um, uh, sort of taking place. And I, we have a technical paper already, but it's growing and it's adapting and evolving all the while. Oh, um, yeah. I can't wait to see the white paper. I know when when you're putting projects together, I do know that things can change. There's a lot of, especially with the Cardano ecosystem, I mean, with the block size change, with a lot of the functionalities being moved around a bit, it's there's a lot of things you have to take into consideration when you're building, and I'm glad that you guys are looking at those, of course. Um, I guess I do also want to move from the decks, which, again, I, I'm guessing 
correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to be Launchpad, then Dex, then Money Market, then the other services, or am Tech I wrong? Services. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Tech services. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. So it was the Launchpad, the ADEX, then the Money Market, and then the Tech Services. So Oracle, um, Stablecoin. Um, Lending and borrowing. Lending and borrowing, yeah. Money markets. I would love to be talking about the money market as well as the tech services, but I know that there's a lot going on. There's Right now, it seems the focus is on the DEX as well as the launchpad and the beta that will be coming out. So I'd love to have you guys on again to talk about those two services that will be coming out at a later date. But again, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to come onto the show and tell us a little bit about a starter and all the things you've got going on there. But before we go, how can people best support you and your team? Uh, thanks, Omwood. Sorry, Comwood. Um, I would love for the people to uh, join our Twitter um, and uh, official Telegram channels. I believe you'll probably have that at the bottom. Um, so yeah, click and follow that. Uh, also, we've got a campaign currently going. So if you wanted to get in on the campaign, um, that'll be great. And you can, uh, earn some AA, uh, token rewards from that by just doing a few simple, uh, Twitter joining and, and things like that. Uh, John. Yeah, indeed. Reach out to us in Telegram or on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DeFi Hubspace and look out for our uh, uh, official ASTARTER underscore pad Twitter. Uh, look forward to uh, the next meeting, Conway. Oh, same. I know there's going to be so much going on. And again, thank you guys so much. Yeah, we thank really you so much, would Tom. love to come uh, back. Really love to come that. back. Yeah, yep. we'll come back, talk about money market and the tech service in more detail as we get closer to those. But, uh, uh, and, you know, just look at the progress of the launch pad and uh, discuss how uh, ADEX is moving on as well. Awesome. So this is part one. There will be a part two. See you guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, then make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also leave us a five-star review. And if you had feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo. Send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also make sure to check out our new podcast website on crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That's Loops, L-O-O-P-S. And lastly, I want to let our community know about an NFT game slash project that we are working on. The game is called Flooftopia, and more details can be found at flooftopia.org or down in the description below. We have a Discord server and other socials, so make sure to check out our website to learn more. Again, thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.